What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Growth is Hard podcast, where we break generational cycles, curses, and become the best versions of ourselves possible. Man, I cannot express the amount of distraught and chaos that's going on right now for women and many citizens in America right now with the overturning of Roe v. Wade and a lot of civil rights, a lot of human rights being stripped away from our fellow, you know, Americans, brothers, sisters alike, you know, everybody that has a mother, that has a sister, a girlfriend, a wife, a, a friend that is a woman is and should be affected by this. They should be upset. They should be active and involved in the correction of this, making sure that they get their rights back, making sure that they are protected and ensure that the safety of the medical procedures that are going to be done with or without their help are going to be safe and ethical. But before we get into all this today, of course, roll the intro. My soul wanna break up the labyrinth. I too wanna break up the casket. I do, then they wonder what happened. Back from the dead, I should have said it was killing me. I set up boundaries. Trump with the border, and now you're supporting the immigration. Cause I've been there when you needed me most. Who could you high even when I was low? Did it then, but I don't do it no more, man. Growth is high. 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 Growth is always worth it. Growth is Growth is Man, I can't express the amount of empathy and, you know, pain I feel for these, you know, fellow women, sisters alike that, you know, they're going through. It's really really sad it's really distasteful it's really ignorant and just completely undermining everything that we've worked for the past 50 years 70 years etc because people don't realize this is still a recent thing roe v wade wasn't 300 years ago roe v wade wasn't when columbus quote unquote you know came to america roe v wade was going on when your grandparents were still alive. Roe v. Wade happened not long after your parents were born. If not while your parents were born, you know, growing up. And to see the amount of anger and displacement being put on in this discussion, it hurts. It hurts to see the amount of lengths that will go to divide from each other to put our own beliefs and values onto other people when really it's nobody's business it's nobody's business at all what somebody else is doing with their body if it's not hurting anybody else i'm all for having beliefs i'm all for you know having your lifestyle and whatnot but nobody else's lifestyle should be impeded on just because you don't agree with it especially if it isn't affecting you. It just hurts to know that there's going to be so many people that are going to be hurt 
that are going to be injured, that are going to be dead because if they can't get a, you know, abortion through a clinic or a facility that'll do it safe and ethically, they can resort to other methods that are so dangerous, so painful for the party that's involved. And then on top of that, the amount of husbands, boyfriends, other people, their entanglements, whatever it may be, that will be more likely to end up injuring, if not murdering, those said same people because abortion isn't available. There's so much that comes in effect with this, especially that, you know, interracial marriage is tied into this, segregation is tied into this. There's a lot more things that are tied into Roe v. Wade than people understand. And it's just something that it hurts to see unfold right in front of, you know, your own eyes and looking back at, you know, your family and seeing everything that could potentially happen to them and just wanting to protect them and keep them safe and knowing that the country, let alone the world you're currently living in, won't. And the sad part is, you know, the UN recognizes that forcing somebody to have a, a child is a crime against humanity. And here we are doing this because a book that was written centuries ago, but has been rewritten over and over and over and translated and retranslated, etc., toward pieces and messages and things like that were lost, but also messages and stories were abstained from the original text to begin with that regardless of what is in the book, what's not in the book, people are willing to go this kind of length and go this kind of distance to make sure that their type of reality is the bare minimum for this country. What their wishes and desires are going to be simply that, and everybody has to abide by it. And that's not okay. I want you to know right now that if you're a woman, you got women in your family, friends, etc. Be there for them. I'm here for you. And this isn't something that needs to be a, just a woman issue. It doesn't need to be something that they battle and face alone because we're supposed to be there to respect and help them get their rights back because that's our whole reason of being, you know, a society. We're supposed to take care of each other. And a right that is taken from them can just as easily be a right that's taken from us next. It's a disgraceful and insulting, you know, decision and result that is happening right in front of our eyes. And there's no way around it other than by getting active, getting involved, going out into your community, going to these officials. And I'm not talking about, you know, the president. I'm not talking about different companies. I'm talking about Congress your house of representatives whether it's protesting there protesting the local and city buildings that are tied to them be there be loud be active but know that you will be met with force and that's going to be okay because this is something that's bigger than all of us this isn't something that's just going to affect us 
It's going to be our kids' kids. It's going to be everything that everyone before us was beaten and abused, if not died for. It'd be in vain if we stood by idly. But I know we won't. And I've seen so many videos of people already going out there and pouring their heart out there, letting them know their frustrations, letting them know their disagreement, and being strong in their beliefs. Not just because it's what they believe in, but it's fair for all parties. It's not fair to restrict somebody from their livelihood just because you don't agree with it. It's not fair to tell somebody they can't do something just because you don't agree with it. They're not hurting anybody. Quite frankly, the lives that they're so desperate to defend and protect aren't even technically a life in the aspects of you can't get you know any benefits or help provided for it you can't get any medical or food you can't get you know assistance from the state or the federal government it doesn't count towards census it doesn't count toward taxes it doesn't count towards anything until they're born and then even after that there's so many children in the foster care system a little under 500,000 that are desperately wanting a home that's going to love and care for them but they're not talking about they're not making the effort to take care of the children that are already here. They're protecting the potential of these said unborn children, but neglecting the ones that aren't in the womb. They aren't in the discussion because, quite frankly, it doesn't concern them. After they're born, you're just another person at that point, and the responsibility to have a good life is completely on them at that's not fair it's not fair to the child you can't expect them to be born into a world that they didn't ask for with parents they didn't get to pick uh, financial circumstances they didn't get to pick all these different things and tell them life's hard life's not fair pull yourself up from your bootstraps figure it out because we don't give handouts around here but then go the extra mile to make sure that every woman now has to give birth regardless of if they want to or not now. It's just so sad. It hurts my soul for them because I know it's wrong. And I know so many people out there know it's wrong too. So please, if you got any women in your life, love on them. Let them know that you're there for them. Most importantly, show them that you're there for them. Get active. Stand up for them. Fight for your rights. Because nobody else is going to. I know today's been a heavier topic than most things that have been going on, but it's just something I couldn't not talk about. I couldn't stray away from this because it's so hot right now, and it's really something that weighs on my my emotions because I have so many powerful and important women in my life and to know whether they even wanted to have one or not to be completely stricken of that ability and that right to do so to know if anything were to have happened 
even at the sake of their lives, you know, if they could potentially die now, that's just what it's going to be now for the sake of the child. You know, you got to lose a mother now. That just doesn't sit right with me. It doesn't sit right with me that people could rape or take advantage of them, and that's just what it is. There's no justice in that. There's no peace of mind in that. There's no closure. And this is what America is supposed to give to all of us. It's supposed to represent for all of us. And it's not. I'm not sure if it ever has. But it's something we all got to fight for. One day at a time. Once again, I got to thank y'all, of course, for tuning in to the podcast. You know, I did an interview today with an amazing uh, person. His name's Blake. And I can't wait to show y'all the episode that we just did. We talked a lot about, you know, my background my upbringing in music, a lot of the gems and, you know, golden advice that I could give to people getting into music that are lovers and fans of, you know, music, the music industry. People are trying to get into music, create music themselves. And I'm so excited to share that with you, share his content with you. He's a phenomenal person. And I actually have a clip I want to share with y'all, just a little snippet, nothing too crazy, but. That's good. Having a having a strong network as an artist like that is, I feel like, extremely important. It is it is a necessity to me, at least, because you know you are only as strong as your team. Whether you look at businesses, relationships, etc. Like, I mean, you can even look at every you know president in the past. They had a very strong you know woman in their life that whether it was their mom, their wife, you know, family, etc. That kind of supported them throughout the process. So if you got a team of you know producers, engineers, etc., it makes your job a lot easier because you're not having to worry about well, how do I make this sound like that, or how do I get it to go like this? You can actually just be an artist. Absolutely. So I know the art is only part of the process, right? Absolutely. Um, and we're gonna get that. To, we're gonna get to that in a second. Um, but let's say you've got the track, you've got the verse written, and you go into the studio. Do you have like a like a, uh, a a home studio that you record your music at do you go somewhere else what's your what's your recording process like oh man so i prefer to um go to the studios for now because um, i'm learning how to mix and master a lot better um from where i started i mean of course you know things will stick out and kind of you know hurt your eardrums a little bit based on the frequencies or whatnot but um, it just allows me to take that kind of pressure off. I'm not so much worried about the sound of it. I'm worried about, you know, I need to deliver like this. I need to make sure I'm breathing, you know, correctly so I don't have to continue to stop, record, stop, record, which, you know, taking multiple takes is great, especially if that song calls for it. But if you are able to just flow through a song, one take like Jay-Z and everybody else had to do with wedding tracks, like you're going to be golden, especially like when you get into bigger arenas per se. And, you know, that studio time is not cheap. So you want to make the most of your, your time in there. Yeah, that's that's really good advice. I, absolutely. Um, yeah. Back in the day, you couldn't do a lot of editing. You know, it was uh, it was a one take thing. Um, so that's cool. So you're, you're learning mixing and mastering. Oh, man, if you can tell already, it's going to be dope. I'm so excited. It's nice to you know, sprinkle a little positivity in your day. Because, of course, you haven't heard already. You're beautiful. You're loved. You're worthy. You're cherishable. You're smart. 
you're confident, and you're more than capable of accomplishing anything you set your mind to. So whatever's weighing on your mind, whatever's weighing on your chest right now, pray to the universe, pray to the God that you believe in, give it to the most high, and make sure that what you're doing today, tomorrow, the next, etc., you're putting your energy, your time, and your focus into that. Don't let these little distractions of social media and he say, she say get in the way of that. Don't let any negativity or insecurities get in the way of that. You're more than what you think you are. You're tenfold of what they tell you you are. Never forget that. So thank you again for tuning in this week to the podcast. I am your host, War Mothershed, and this is the Growth is Hard podcast. I'll see you next week. So when I break up the labyrinth, I too want to break up the casket. I do, then they wonder what happened. Back from the dead, I should have said it was killing me. I set up boundaries. Trump with the border, and now you're supporting the immigration. Because I've been there when you needed me most. Who could you high even when I was low? Did it then, but I don't do it no more, man. Growth is high. 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 Growth is Growth is Growth is Growth is